With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The views expressed in the following program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of Saga 960 AM or its management. Hey, it's Ed the Sock. Where the heck were you when this show was live? Now it's a rerun and you can't call in. So don't call in. Hello and welcome to Ed the Sock Lives. I don't know. It sounded like a carnival barker there for a second. And now, pay your attention to the center ring where uh, joining us is, I don't know if we can call you a, a guest co-host at this point because once you've done it twice, you kind of, well, you're still a guest. Anyway, it's Anthony Howell. I, I guess I would call it a residency at this point. Yeah, yeah, you're a resident. No, you're an intern. <laughs> intern. Well, yes. Yeah, the pay is about, about that of an intern. So absolutely. Hey, so is hosting this. <laughs> so there you go. Same boat. Same boat. Yeah, that, right. This is a, this is a, it's a very uh, Soviet Union kind of thing. Very communist. We're, we're all on the same level, getting paid the same amount. A labor of love then, comrade. Uh, it's definitely labor. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're glad to have you back based on the response uh, from last week. Great, thank you. Good to be back. Was there a response? Who responded? No, no there was no response. That's why it's okay to have you back. Nobody, <laughs> oh, I see, I see. Nobody complained. We're so far under the radar, there was just, the needle didn't move at all, so we're good. We're so far under the radar, we're flying like at the, the height of a drone. Fantastic. Yeah. Good all to right. be here. Um, and also, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, oh, I should start the, I should start the recording. Okay. I mean, not the recording. I mean, I should, we're already recording. I mean, I should start the uh, stopwatch. Oh, look, I got, uh, I'm wearing a, I have a chronometer on. I'm going to go boom on. Okay. By chronometer, do you mean wristwatch? It's a wristwatch with an additional complication known as a chronometer. They used to use it in. What is this BS chronometer? It's a a $10 word for a stopwatch. A a chronometer. A chronometer. How much did you pay just to have somebody uh, be able to tell people you have a chronometer on your arm? I don't like telling people these things. I've, I've told you this, but uh, I, I prefer not to disclose dollar amounts as I like to maintain some semblance of mystery. Oh, yes. Anthony Howell, man of mystery. How That's much right. do you think his watch costs? <laughs> the nation is sitting on its tenterhooks. Oh, All I know. Right. People are yeah chomping at the bit trying to figure out that little tidbit, I'm sure. I got it rolling because last week, it was kind of amazing. Last week, I didn't uh, really record. I didn't, well, didn't really. I didn't at all keep track of how much time the show ran. And mm. yet somehow when it was all done, it was exactly the right <laughs> amount of time. Like As you say. came in right, right, came in for a landing right in the right spot. I was particularly surprised because it certainly felt a lot longer than 45 minutes. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, you know what, you know, uh, you ever watch Doctor Who? No. All right. But good yes, for, sorry. Good yes, for, and good. Yes, for and yeah, good for yes. you. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Who has this uh, this ship called the TARDIS, which yes. looks like a British police box. OK, so it look, you think it's small, right? But on yeah. the inside, it's got something called a tesseract, 
which is a okay. scientific term, which means that it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. So Kevin Feige has some answering to do. Did they sue him for that? Tesseract, isn't that in the Avengers saga as well? well I feel a, like a Tesseract was. is a scientific concept. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, went, that's obvious. Soch major, Soch major. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, the show is kind of like a Tesseract. Okay. It, yeah, we, it, it only runs a certain amount of time, but it seems like a lot longer. Sort of like in, what was that one with uh, Matthew McConaughey where he was uh, in space? McConaughey uh, in space. What was that one? Oh, you know the one I'm talking about. I know the one you're talking about. But Interstellar. 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 Uh, did you he, see that? There was a moment. There was a scene in that where they had ventured towards the event horizon of the black hole, and the one of the guys had to stay on the ship. They were down there for three hours. They got back, and the guy who stayed on the ship had like you know he started to gray. He had been like 15 years or something. Is that what we're talking about? That kind of thing. Yeah, that kind. Of, we'll go with that. Okay. I'm feeling a little sick, to be honest with you. Okay. I, uh, I, you, ever had, you ever had Mike and Ike, those candies? Uh, I've encountered them as the, I don't know, they're kind of like the C-lister at the bo- at, when you're at the movies. It's sort of like, okay, I could get Mike and Ike, I could get Skittles, I could get M&Ms. I never went for them, no. But what are they, sort of like a, a chewy candy? Yeah, they're a chewy candy that allegedly tastes like fruit. But there is... <laughs> Someone's- no fruit in creation that tastes like any flavor of Mike and Ike. The first I, ingredient is not strawberries. No, it's it. They don't even. You know how like there's we we have we have a certain agreement when it comes to artificial flavors. There's Correct. there's a certain thing that we call strawberry in candies, which tastes nothing like an actual strawberry, but every artificial strawberry thing tastes like this thing we call strawberry. Sort of, yeah. It sort of has more of a scented candle thing going on. Yeah, where it's, it's like, like okay. it's like you like you know, grape doesn't taste anything like grape, but it tastes no. like grape candy. And, it's it's know, an unwritten orange. rule that we just sort of, uh, yeah, we accept this as the reality. Yeah, we've accepted that there's what fruit tastes like, and then what fruit tastes like when it's not really fruit. But <laughs> this doesn't taste anything like fruit. But it's one of those things where I only ever get it when I'm like, like hungry. And I don't feel like having a meal. Whenever you only get it whenever you're hungry. That seems like you might be <laughs> a bit of a problem. All right, smart ass. <laughs> I get it whenever. whenever I'm hungry. I reach for the Mike and Ike's and my stomach hurts. I can't figure out why. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Fine. I'll let you have that moment. Okay. Thank and you. It's not whenever I'm hungry. It's okay. when I'm out somewhere and mm. I'm hungry mm. and I don't want to get fast food. Mm. Uh, and that's all that's really available to me. And so okay. it's like, hey, you know what? I'll get, I'll get Mike and you know, I go into like a gas station, fill up gas, and hey, I'll get a Mike, Mike and Ike. It's a, it's bright colors on the box, and that means it must be good. So I, I get the Mike and Ike, and if I would only have a few of them, it would probably be okay. But they're like potato chips, and I've got right. a sweet tooth. It's like you can't just have one Mike and Ike. Right. So you, I, I keep having more and more. And the thing is, it's a variety of flavors. And so you do you have do you have a preference? Like, do you? Yeah. Is it does it get to the point where it's like, oh, no, there's only the turquoise ones at the bottom? Yeah, no, I do have a preference. The thing is that usually when I'm eating them, I'm driving, so I can't really look at the color. Yeah. And so I'll like get one that I really, really like. And then I'll keep getting trying to find more of them, trying to get more of that one I really, really like. And in the meantime, I'm eating ones that are sort of mediocre or ones I don't really like. Just the middling. Because you can't pick, like, you can't sort them. 
They're well, in no, a box. I'm... They're mixed up. You can't sort them. So I wind up eating more Mike and Ike than I should eat because I'm looking to get the one that really tasted good. And it's mm. like they put only one of them in, in per box. It's like with Starburst a little bit where it's you don't really know what's going to happen. You think the pink ones, you, like you get a pack of Starburst and it's like yellow, red, purple. And then finally you get the pink one, which is my favorite. Oh, and... I hate the pink one. Well, so what's your favorite Mike and Ike then? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you because I never get to see. I think it's a dark red, but I'm not quite sure what it is. Okay. My well, favorite I wish you well. is the dark red. Yeah, I, I wish I, you well. Yeah, and I, I, I'm honestly suspicious that there really is no, no, there really are no people named Mike or Ike involved no. in this product. Chances pretty, are the marketing team thought, what rhymes with Mike? Well, then, then in which case, maybe there was a Mike and they thought, or there was an Ike and they rhymed it with Mike. But it's not like Ben and Jerry's where there mm. really was a band and really was a Jerry. Right. This is like, it's like those convenience stores, you know, where mm. it says like Rudy's convenience and you go in and you see the people there. You're like, there's no way your name's Rudy. No. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, that, unless, that, unless that it was your it, name. Well, it's kind of like when you go to Mandarin and Steve is helping you with your, uh, with your order. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's yeah, like, it's well, like, well, well it'd be nice to be able to pick. It'd be nice to be able to pick your own name though. Really? I knew a guy who uh, I went to school with him, came from Russia. His name was Igor. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now Igor in the West, in the, in, in Russia, Igor is a common name. It's like John, but sure. in the West, Igor is the guy with the hunchback who helps Dr. Frankenstein. So Igor, Igor, is, Igor yes. it's, it's not really a popular name. So he got the name, he got the chance to choose whatever name he wanted. You know what name he chose? No. Frank. <laughs> you got every name under the sun you can choose. You choose Frank. Maybe it's after Frank Sinatra. Maybe there was a famous Frank in his life and he thought that's a cool name. I'll go with that. No, there's no excuse when you have the chance to name yourself anything to call yourself Frank. Almost just... the exact same thing happened to my to my old man when uh, he came here from Poland. It's really strange that you mention it. He was Siegfried, uh, Ziggy, whatever. He got tired of the kids calling him Siegfried Pigfeet. So he changed his name to Peter. I don't know Peter. if it was after to Peter Sellers or if there was a famous Peter back then, but he just thought that that one maybe didn't have too many, uh, any, 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 uh, anything you could make fun of really, other than maybe the fact that it's sort a, of like- A, a euphemism for a Synonymous. <laughs> yeah, other than, maybe, other than that. Maybe, in the, maybe it wasn't in the forties, I don't know. But I think Peter's pretty solid. A lot better than Siegfried. I actually prefer Siegfried. Ziggy? Ziggy's a real cool nickname. Yeah, it's not, not really when becoming... Not the schoolyard, though, no. Not becoming of a judge. You wouldn't want a judge named Ziggy. He eventually became a judge. And then, when he became a judge, he had a guy in his chambers wanting to change his name. Same name, Igor. And he said, well, why? I, you know, I can't stand Igor, whatever. This is true. And again, you know what the guy changed his name to? He changed, changed it to Thor. <laughs> and from Igor to Thor because he wanted to be a little bit more under the radar. But Thor. yeah, no, that's really you know, weird. You gotta be, you gotta have a certain build to pull off the name Thor. That's why yeah. you should never name your kid something like Thor because you mm. don't know what they're gonna grow up to look like. If that kid isn't uh, a monster, then they're gonna have the crap kicked out of them all the time. Hey, Thor, you got <laughs> never give your name. Thor is what you name a dog. Crap. Thor is, you know, or a hamster. You Something don't ironic. Name a person. Yeah, you yeah. don't name a person Thor. 
Anyway, uh, we just burned off the first segment and we haven't talked about anything of any substance. We're going to talk today about the uh, DC riots. We're going to okay. talk about the new lockdown rules and we're going to talk about other nonsense. Uh, and as well, our uh, Hollywood uh, segment will be coming up. Andy isn't with us this week, so it'll just be Anthony and I riffing on, on show business news. All of that is coming up, so stay with us when we come back here on uh, Ed the Sock Lives. <laughs> Stream us live at Saga960AM.ca. Hey, it's Ed the Sock. Where the heck were you when this show was live? Now it's a rerun and you can't call in. So don't call in. Welcome back. This is Ed the Sock Lives. I'm Ed the Sock. Joining me, Anthony Howell. Say hello, Anthony. Hello. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, Anthony. I wasn't sure if you were going to say, oh, you did it. The hello. <laughs> was... You had to wait for the beat on that one. Yeah, I stepped on it. Sorry about That's that. Okay. That's okay. So uh, the DC riots, everybody's talking about them because they're, it's wow. like living in a history book. We, we actually witnessed history. Rarely do you get to witness history. I've history worthy history. of note. Yeah, I've witnessed history a few times. I witnessed the very first space shuttle launch. Uh, the first space shuttle explosion. Um, you know, I've, I've which is a good segue into what's going on in uh, in the yeah. states right now. The and, space and, shuttle explosion is a great way to. Uh... But it now everyone's probably talked this to death about mm. how terrible it is, and there's no question that it's terrible. People died. It's not a joke. You know, they they didn't talk about the fact that you know. I remember when uh, they were talking about the damage they did. I said to somebody, "I'm surprised nobody dropped a deuce in there," and. Uh, Turns oh. out that they did. They Spoke went too into, soon. Yeah, they went into offices and dropped deuces and they smeared excrement on the walls. Ones and twos, ones and twos. Yeah, ugly, like, ugly, probably, ugly I, stuff. I think that uh, they, they people smeared excrement and now the FBI handwriting analysts are going over it, trying <laughs> to find out who trying to find out who did it. They can certainly find out what the person had for lunch. Um, they got they got the guy, the the Jamiroquai impersonator. Yeah. What was that? You were telling me something about Jamiroquai. So I, back in the day, I guess Jamiroquai, I guess one of his album covers or something, he was sort of synonymous with with a silhouette that he did of himself wearing a hat that was really similar to that. So people started saying, hey, is uh, is this fella? Is he? Is this Jamiroquai? So Jamiroquai ended up having to issue a statement clarifying that no, it was not in fact him at the uh, at the Capitol buildings. It was obviously this other this other person who's clearly in need of uh, of some counseling. I'd say at the very at the very least. Yeah, he, the, the statement actually officially was. I have it in front of me here. It says, "Hello, this is Jamiroquai. No, I was not at the Capitol riots. P.S. I'm still alive." <laughs> <laughs> When was the last time you, you heard about Jamiroquai for crying out loud? I, I feel like was that about maybe a decade ago. Ironically, at a hipster bar, maybe. 
maybe that's about Jamiroquai. it. But I don't think he's been up to much unless he's producing stuff behind the scenes. But Jamiroquai, no, I would definitely say uh, bygone era at this point. You know what the, that, that guy that we're talking about, they called him the shaman. Um, uh-huh. You know what he looked, it looked like his hat. It looked like, you know, in the Flintstones, the loyal yeah. order of water buff- buffalo's hat, the, yeah. the lodge. It First thing like, I thought. Yeah, it was not. Uh, it looked like it looked like the thing Fred and Barney wore when they went to their lodge meetings. That's uh, what was it? The, the order of the royal of the order of the water buffalo or something along that. Loyal lines? order of water buffaloes. Loyal order of water buffaloes. Yeah, that was there where they went and bowled and drank beer and did stuff like that. They didn't drink beer. It was a cartoon. Well, they did in the movie. Well, that was the movie. Didn't you see the movie with uh, Halle Berry was in it? I think and. No. Uh, the dude who was the who was the main guy, the guy from the John Big Lebowski, Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a scene where he where he downs like a huge thing of it because they won their bowling tournament or something. Yeah, they never did that in the cartoon. That was an adaptation. I guess so. Yeah. And did you see the face paint on some of these people? It's like oh. they thought they were going to a tailgate party for a football game. Well, no wonder. I was going to say no wonder that they were trying to pin it on the Democrats because most of those people look like they would have been right at home at Burning Man. <laughs> I. Th- I think that, it, you know, they couldn't do Burning Man this year, so they no. relocated it to the to the Capitol. And yeah. the, the number of guys, it, I think it was like every third guy had a beard or maybe more than that. Yeah. Did you notice there was like usually and it's crazy because this is the, the rabble kind of beard yeah. used to be mm-hmm. beards were associated with like intellectuals, you know, be- or- stroking their beard and thinking yeah. maybe smoking a pipe. Yes. But this well, was like unkempt. This was like, yeah. Unkempt. Duck Dynasty radical beard. Very Duck Dynasty. And I always thought that the uh, the people who held conservative ideals were generally opposed to facial hair. Because, you know, if you look at a, say, a, I don't know, like a Ralph Lauren ad or something like that, like that seems to be kind of yachting and clean shaven. And this is not these people. These people are, are very, 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 uh, I think they're suffering. I think uh, from deep Can you imagine psychological. The yeah. body odor in that oh. place. Can oh. you imagine the stench, the oh. body odor of these unwashed, unwashed heathens attacking, sweating, uh, and, and the nervous kind of sweat too, the kind that really stinks. I mean, yeah. they just look like a filthy, dirty mob. It looked like you ever watched that TV show Vikings? Uh, yeah, I have seen it. Yeah, it's like it's like I can't watch that show because all I can no. think about when I'm watching it is, my God, how bad did it smell back then? Because there's yeah. no, you don't see any any uh, facilities for for you know uh, keeping hygiene. And no. So I can't watch it because I just keep thinking how bad it must smell. And looking at those those unkempt warriors, I just kept thinking it's got a stink there, and it on top of everything else that horrible was going on, mm. it probably smelled like a nutsack. Well, I would say so. On top of the, uh, on top of the fact that they were spreading uh, excrement on the walls, obviously that's going to stink, but there would be an underlying stench as well, even all before that happened. It must have been terrible. No wonder the cops kept their distance. Well, and yeah, that's, they, they stepped back because they couldn't. It, it was like chemical warfare. Exactly. Um, and, you know, their, their word is there'll be more of it. Well, you think what that's tra- going to happen or you think it's just talk? 
I, it's hard to say. I mean, with the ironic thing to me, the hilarious thing to me is Trump was saying, oh, we're just getting started. And then the next day he had been completely banned from mostly all forms of social media. So his reach at this point certainly won't be the same as it would have been a few days ago. So if you can't rally around a leader through the ease of social media communication, which seems to be what, what how this all sort of came to be, I would say that it would most likely fizzle out. They'll probably go back to the fringes where they were spending most of their time prior to all this, right? Because he basically just riled up people who have always been there. It's just with the ease of communication and social media, it allowed them to get more organized more quickly. But if he can't, if they can't rally around him, because he's obviously continuously tweeting at people saying, you know, the election was stolen, blah, blah, blah. Let's get ready. Let's march. Uh, I don't think that it'll be as bad. I mean, now that they know that they're out there and that they're take, they're taking these threats more seriously, I think that certainly there will be planning and all that kind of stuff, but I don't know that we'll see the same level of violence as we did. Uh, at well, here's the my prediction. What's that? There, it will happen again, mm. at least once. And mm. I think that where you're going to see a lot of activity is uh, the state houses in the various states, the state okay. assembly buildings in various states, because they won't all travel to Washington. Instead, they will localize and we'll right. see protests and uh, riots at various state houses around the United States. This isn't over yet. There's there's more guys with backwards baseball hats and beards mm. uh, ready to, to, you know, go and have themselves a tailgate party. And that's sure. what they, that was what the atmosphere of it was. These people didn't seem to understand the, the, the importance of what they were doing. It just was like, hey, let's go cause trouble. It and seemed like it, there was a, I feel like it was maybe a combination of, of a few bad actors who were coordinated and they knew what they were doing because you hear more and more about that, that uh, this wasn't just spontaneous, that there was planning involved. Uh, especially with, um, I guess, some of the more extreme people. But then you get, <clears throat> excuse me, then you get mob mentality and then you get people glomming on and then it becomes far worse than, uh, than maybe it would have been. Well, we know that there are um, uh, some notable bad actors that support Trump, uh, especially Scott Baio. Is that right? <laughs> Scott yeah. Baio. Scott Baio. Do you even know who that is? Scott Baio, uh, was he one of, the, one of the chips? No, that was Eric Estrada. Okay, he wasn't the other guy. No, no, the other guy was white as 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 Wonder Bread. No, no, no. Scott Baio, remind me, was he Three's Company? No, that was no. He was Charles in Charge. Or He's no, eighties though, right? No, he was Who's the Boss? I think, and he was, was Chachi on Happy Days. Chachi, I knew it was that sort of 80s, 70s television era, but I couldn't, I couldn't place it. I'm you sorry. know who uh, replaced the first sidekick of Eric Estrada on Chips? Bruce Jenner. Is that right? Now Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner now, but, but at the Caitlyn time. Caitlyn Jenner was going by Bruce Jenner and mm -hmm. uh, exhibiting as a man. Yes. Uh, you got to be careful. Jenner. You got to be careful with that. It's called dead. It's called dead naming. And the uh, the uh, some people may get very upset for you for dead naming uh, somebody who's uh, now a woman who's always I, been a woman, always been a woman. It's always been a woman, but went by a different name at one point. And yeah. it's one thing when somebody's not been in the spotlight, but when there's a there's a DVD set that has your old face and old name on it. Um, it's a little different, more difficult to get really upset about it, but that's who replaced, uh, replaced Eric Estrada, Caitlyn Jenner uh, playing Bruce. Wow, who yeah. knew? I did not know All that. This is, I'm learning 
as I'm listening. This, this is, is great wonderful. stuff. If you ever get to a Gen X cocktail party, you're going to be the man. <laughs> These little tidbits of information. If I ever get to any kind of a cocktail party again, yeah. at this rate, <laughs> yeah, no Gen X aside, I'll take what I can get. Well, no, don't go to a Gen Z one. No. You got to no. be careful. There's, There's not much conversation going on. Mostly fruity drinks. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the new lockdowns happening in Ontario and uh, other sorted and uh, sundry stuff. So stay with us. Anthony Howell's with me. I'm Ed DeSock. We'll be back on Ed DeSock Lives, Saga 960 AM. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on Saga960AM.ca. Hey, it's Ed DeSock. Where the heck were you when this show was live? Now it's a rerun and you can't call in. So don't call in. All right, welcome back. I'm not going to tell you the name of the show. If you haven't figured it out by now, you haven't been able to follow the conversation as it's happened. Uh, this isn't, uh, this isn't the, the, you know, uh, what's it called? Of mice and men. And, and, and we're not uh, Lenny. Um, so let's talk about the, uh, speaking of, of mice and men and, and tell me about the rabbits, George, uh, we're, uh, going to talk about the new changes, Anthony, to yes. the lockdown happening in Ontario. Uh, okay. the, uh, premier has now made it that stores that don't sell gro- uh, only grocery items have to close by eight o'clock. Whoopee. Staggering. <laughs> yeah. Staggering. How is this? How is this supposed to reduce any? The problem has been people going out and visiting each other. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The problem has been people who work in factories where uh, the factories are very lax in social distancing and mask wearing and Amazon. then go home and there's multi generations living in the same home. So right. many people get it. This mm-hmm. is where it's been coming from. That's the kind of contact. It's not from the fact that, you know, somebody went to Walmart at, at 8.15. So that's the, you know, by, by, by cutting back to the hours till 8 o'clock, that's going to stomp down this curve. It's like, you know, there's an old joke. Guy's crawling around on the sidewalk. Man walks up to him, says, uh, what are you doing? The guy says, I'm looking for my contact lens. I lost my contact lens. The guy gets down on the ground with him and he's looking around. He goes, so did you lose it over here? He says, no, I lost it across the street, but there's more light here. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's like what's going on with with uh, Doug Ford. You know, there, right. it's it's not going to solve any problems, but there's more light here. It's it's one of those things because I feel personally, uh, with our business closed and we're trying to follow the rules as best we can, and we're staying home and we're, we're limiting our contact with people. We've started ordering our groceries in. We've uh, taken to our own devices to try to stay sane one way or the other, whether that's learning a new skill or whatever it might be. And, uh, you know, we're, we're fortunate in the sense that uh, we don't have a, a ton of responsibilities outside of uh, each other and our family. So I, I'm not feeling much of a difference uh, as to what's going on. I don't know if that, if that's true of what most people are experiencing, but I think uh, if he does, if I just wish he wasn't such a, I mean, pardon the term, but he seems to be a bit of a sissy here. Like he doesn't want to put a lockdown in and he doesn't want to impose a curfew or curfew more specifically. It's like, well, then what are we talking about here? It just seems like he's, it's almost like a lateral move that's meant to sound more, sound scarier than what it really is. Cause I don't know. I read a statistic somewhere saying that I think 30% of the people just basically aren't paying attention to any of this. And that's basically the cause of it. And how you break that down, I, I don't fully know. But what are your thoughts? Well, first of all, uh, making stores the, the hours shorter doesn't reduce the number of people that are going to be going to those stores. It just nope. means that more people are going to have to go in during the shorter hours. It's like taking a pound of meat and trying to shove it in a half pound bag. Mm. It's like it's the same volume. You're just mm. going to have to try to crush it in. So mm. you're going to wind up having people in greater clusters than you did before the stores will be busier because the hours aren't spread out more so it's counterproductive for one thing uh and you know ford is like you know that dad on the uh car trip the family car trips like if you don't stop it i'm gonna turn this car around if, right. you, if you kids don't behave I'm, I'm gonna turn this station wagon around don't make me come back there back then, to winnipeg and he never turns the station wagon around or comes back there so they're ve thinly veiled and mostly empty threats. He, uh, he talks, he talks like, you know, those loser wrestlers, the ones <laughs> who, you know, that they're going to like the, the ones who always get the crap beat out of them every match. Mm. But before mm. the match, when they do the smack talk, he's mm. like, they're like flexing their muscles and sure. they're talking about how they're going to go in the ring and they're going to mm. take that person down and they're going to make them say uncle. And you know, as you're listening to him, that this guy's going to have his ass handed to him. And he's like that. He's like one of the, he's like a professional, a lousy professional wrestler. One of the loser professional wrestlers talking about how I'm going to get tough. Don't make me get tough. Oh, there's some tough stuff coming and nothing. It's a love tap. It's, it's nothing. And I think that. What so you feel that this new, this new approach is somewhat toothless. It's not going to do anything do to nothing. help. It's going to do nothing. And uh, if you look at the math, he shut down retail stores. And yeah. the numbers continued to go up. Right. So clearly the retail stores weren't the problem. Right. Because you removed the retail stores from the equation and the numbers were still going up. Clearly they aren't the irritant. It's like, you know, those cop shows when uh, they uh, think they've arrested this, the, the serial killer. And then and while, while the, the, the guy's in jail, two more murders happen and they realize that it can't be that guy. Mm -hmm. This is like that. They took, the, they closed down the stores and the the, uh, the the onslaught of cases continued. So clearly it wasn't the stores. I'd be supportive. I mean, stores were were being very, very careful. Tell they me didn't about it. They didn't want to get shut down. Yeah, you know, your salon. 
I know. Very, very careful because you didn't want this to come. The salon industry, especially because we're held to a pretty high standard of health and safety. Regardless, there's even in even without a pandemic going on, I mean, because we have scissors and because it's close to a person's head, there's an extra level like we have to have all we have to make sure that all of our people are licensed. We have to make sure that we're sanitizing everything on a daily basis. We have to make sure, et cetera, et cetera. So we just it wasn't that much of a shift for us to to follow the new guidelines because we were already pretty much following pretty stringent guidelines as far as sanitation is concerned. Now, all my staff members had to wear masks. We wouldn't allow anybody in the salon who uh, wasn't there for an appointment. We had our spacing of chairs. We had sanitizer at everything. Even in our little salon, there was only a maximum of 10 people in there at any one time on the busiest day. And everybody was wearing a mask. And it's just... It's crazy to me that the people who are suffering the most are causing the smallest amount of an impact on this. And it can, there's a lot of different reasons I think it's getting worse. I think the public in general, a certain percentage of them just, it's almost like the bystander effect, right? Where if I, if, if I don't have to do anything because somebody else will do it. So I can make an exception for myself. And I just think if this was the second world war, Hitler would be marching down young street right now, because this generation or, or people in general are just so incredibly spineless when it comes to taking a little bit of discomfort into their own lives and trying to just do what's necessary so we can all get back to normal. It's, it's incredibly frustrating as a business owner and just as a person in general who's trying to do the right thing. And when you just see people brazenly flouting the rules, it's, it's what do you do? You just want to give them a smack. I mean, big box stores, all this stuff, that's, those are contributing factors as well. People who are saying, well, I'm not even going to take a vaccine. There's, it's just this small percentage of people that are, are ruining it for anybody. It's like anything else. Well, you know what I think they should do? They, mm-hmm. should, they should basically... I think we're going to turn into like like the, the old Soviet Union. We need to report on our neighbors. Like if there's extra cars at their yeah. house, we yeah. got to call the, we got to call the cops and I think the cops should arrest them. Everybody involved should be arrested. Let God sort them out because <laughs> it's a little that might be a little too far towards communism, Matt. I mean, I don't no, know if no, I can get behind listen, that. Listen, if somebody <laughs> is endangering the public by driving drunk, they get arrested, right? You don't have to have necessarily hit somebody or caused an accident. If you get pulled over for suspicion of drunk driving and you're found to be inebriated, you're going to get arrested. Mm. Why, if people are endangering public safety by gathering, why is that different than a drunk driver? What they're doing could very well lead to somebody's death or somebody having some permanent condition, uh, permanent health condition. They are endangering public safety. I say throw them in a hooskow. Listen, let's see how many people are willing to go from house party to house arrest. You start arresting people, there'll be people screaming about their civil rights and so on. I don't care. Let them scream. People scream about everything these days. So let them scream. It'll just get mixed into the screamosphere. But you'll see. Screamosphere. I like that. Yeah, I just made that up. Thank you. Good one. Uh, TM. Uh, (laughs) But I think when people see that the police are getting serious about this, There'll be a lot of hue and cry about fascism and things like that, but they're already screaming anyway. Who gives a rat's ass? Mm. Uh, I think that uh, at this point, they should uh, arrest them and charge them with endangering public safety. 
fines aren't enough. You need to you need to see you need to have somebody getting you need to see a house party being raided on the news. Yeah, you need to see and you need to see make an example. It doesn't need to be widespread. It just has to be enough to push people into realizing that, look, there are going to be they don't seem to care that there are consequences for other people. So if you can make the consequences directly affecting them, then maybe that would be enough to shift uh, shift public opinion. That's the only thing I can think of that would make people stop and take pause if they really think that there's going to be a cost to them. They'll complain and they'll scream blue murder, Mm. but they won't go out. And and yeah. well, it's terrible to be, you know, saying you know, check on your neighbor and report on your neighbor. Your neighbor is endangering your health and the health of other people. If the, if your neighbor was constantly driving drunk, you'd probably call the cops. If your neighbor was was building a bomb in his garage, you'd probably call the cops or move. I would move at that. Point. <laughs> I'd first I'd call the cops. First I'd move, then I'd call the cops. Why would you move? Why should you have to go through all? You know, moving is a real pain. It's far better to just get the person arrested. Yeah, but if, I mean, it's sort of like bathtub gin. You never know when it's going to go off, right? Well, if you call the police, they remove it. Okay, fine. Your logic is sound on that one. Yeah, you don't want to move. I remember when I was growing up, guy next door was a painter. And he he stored a lot of paint in, in the garage. And you know, paint is very flammable. Certainly. He used to walk around with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and the ashes falling everywhere. (laughs) I remember one time I was uh, I was uh, applying some linseed oil to some outdoor furniture in the backyard. I think I was 14 or 15. And uh, afterwards, I was done. I took the rags and I bunched them up and I put them in the cupboards in the garage. This is a big mistake Uh, for anybody out there. A little pro tip. Linseed oil is very, very flammable and can spontaneously combust, which it almost did because I looked back, well, my, I guess my old man looked back and he noticed there was smoke pouring out of the garage. And uh, yeah, I almost burnt down the house. So it just kind of conjured up that memory. Burning down the house. Sorry, I brought up that memory of that song. Do you know that song? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's got electronic house? drums on it, I think. Uh, who, who did that song, Burning Down the House? I want to say Devo, but I'm probably wrong. Oh, it ain't Devo, but I don't know. No, it doesn't sound anything like Devo. You're the music major. I thought you'd know. Talking heads. Things. Talking heads. I'm not. See, I'm a music major, but I'm not. I'm not an encyclopedia. I have always been. I've always been very envious of people who can pull that like like an Alan Cross or that guy, you know, who knows every hockey statistic from the beginning of time. Those kinds of uh, encyclopedic minds. I don't have that. I have a I'm more creative, so I could I could sit down with a guitar and create something new for you at the drop of a hat, but I'm not going to be able to pick out some obscure reference to some band that I probably haven't really listened to all that much. I'm not that far into uh, that side of things. All right. Well, you know, you know who right. else recorded it? Uh, oh. Tom Jones also recorded burning down the house. Really? Yeah. You know, Tom Jones, the, the old guy singer. It's not unusual. Yeah. Yeah. Did he really? Uh, he was one of the first celebrities I ever did an interview with, Tom Jones. Is that right? Yeah. Tom Jones. Nice no, guy? It was a great guy. It was, it was me. We were in the makeup room. The, oh. the, the scene was we're in the makeup room, and uh, I'm getting makeup on, and he's getting makeup on. Oh. And I'm complaining about the, the difficulty with fame. You know, they all, everyone wants a piece of you. They're, mm. they're, they're throwing clothes, their clothes at you. They, they mob you. You know, it, it's, it, it really is. Uh, a bit of a chore. And then Tom- The trappings of. 
and then Tom Jones turns and says, Ed, it's not unusual. And that was the, that was the bit that he did. It didn't tax him very for much next to week, do that. For next week, you're going to have to remind me to set up my uh, rim shot uh, rig here. So uh, when, you, when you drop a, a bomb like that, I can, uh, I can acknowledge it. For it the was genius funny. What do you mean a bomb like that? It was, it was very funny because, oh, initially I forgot to point out, you didn't see, oh. you didn't see who Ed was talking to initially. Well, that's, I mean, it seems like when you have to explain the joke, of course, it's totally worth telling. <laughs> I'm explaining a, an experience that I had. I'm oh. not explaining the joke. It was okay. funny because Ed's complaining. We don't see who. And then mm. surprise, it's Tom Jones. So it was a sight gag. Yeah, it was kind of a sight gag. Okay. So it was a reveal. And then did, did the, was there a live audience? Was, or was it? Yeah, there was a live audience in the makeup room. <laughs> did you guys? Okay. Well, you know what? That sounds great. Can you send me that? Because I'll show it to my friends and uh, we'll all have a laugh. How's that sound? You know, you're lucky that we're recording this in two separate places. Because <laughs> I'll beat your ass. <laughs> hey, there's uh, more than one reason to stay home. Yeah, all right. And uh, on that, we're going to go to a break and come back with our last segment. Anthony Howell's here. I'm Ed the Hello. Sock. We'll be back on uh, Ed the Sock Lives. Saga, 9.60 a.m. Stream us live at Saga960am.ca. Hey, it's Ed the Sock. Where the heck were you when this show was live? Now it's a rerun and you can't call in. So don't call in. All right, welcome back. Ed the Sock here with my friend, Anthony Howell. Say hello, hello. Anthony. Here you go. Hello. 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 Um, and normally, at this time, we have our friend Andy Willis join us with the Hollywood Report. But uh, I, uh, I don't know where Andy is today. Uh, I contacted him a bit late about when we were uh, doing this show because it was at an irregular time. And so it's my fault that Andy isn't here. He could have got back to me, you'd think. But uh, Andy is, is, as they always say, on assignment. So uh, Anthony and I are going to talk about show business news between the two of us. We'll try, to hold down the, we'll try to hold down the fort for Andy this week, and I'm sure he'll be uh, welcomed back with open arms next week. All right. Um, so let's go to it. Uh, where are the showbiz topics? All right. Showbiz topics. You know, we're talking about the D.C. riots. Chuck Norris... There were people thought Chuck Norris was at the DC riots. There was actually a Chuck Norris lookalike at the DC riots, walking around taking selfies with people. And people <laughs> thought for sure it was. I actually thought it was Chuck Norris because when really? I looked at the pictures and looked at a picture of Chuck Norris, it looked like Chuck Norris. Well, the, the Chuck Norris responded with in a tweet. I recently learned that there was a Chuck Norris lookalike at the DC Capitol riots. It wasn't me, and I wasn't there. There is no room for violence of any kind in our society. I am and always will be for law and order. Your friend Chuck Norris. You know what's funny about that? 
There's mm. no room for violence of any kind in our society. <laughs> Every what movie he did. <laughs> he made his living doing his career. Roundhouse kicking his way to the box office. Yeah, the guy started in like the Octagon, that martial arts movie. Every every movie in the eighties, every movie yeah. he's just oozing submachine guns, shooting people left and right, kicking huh. people. And but no, but there's no room for violence no of any kind. For... No yes. room. Not in the not in the real world. You know that they're um, re they're redoing that show. The Walker, real Texas world ranger. Oh, oh, walk. Really? Yeah, it's uh, I think it's launching very shortly. Why? One, one of the guys from uh, from Supernatural is starring in it. I hadn't heard I hadn't yeah. heard that. Yeah, they're just wow. calling it Walker, but it's a reboot of Walker, Texas Ranger. Ah, OK, that's good, because I feel at this point, if Chuck Norris were in it, it would probably be called Roller because he's so old. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, Roller, not Walker. <laughs> no, it would be called. It would a still Walker. be called Walk. Yeah. It'd still be called Walker. It would just take on a completely different meaning. That's right. It'd be called <laughs> a, a Walker, former a Walk. Texas Ranger. In this episode, he encounters some stairs. Uh oh. <laughs> Speaking of reboots and people getting older, yeah. Uh, Sex in the City is coming back for ten episodes. I know that was a big favorite of yours. Mm hmm. Yes. No. Especially when my wife was watching it, it gave me uh, ample time to go learn any new skill. Take your pick. Uh, listen, uh, I understand that they're navigating their 50s uh, in this uh, in this iteration. So I imagine it'll be the trials and tribulations of getting a door installed on your bathtub. Uh, perhaps uh, the the goings on of sex aids, including orthopedic back pillows. And um, you know what else I heard, uh, Ed, was that uh, it was it's going to be brought to you in part by Cialis. That's what I heard. And you want to talk to me about rim shots? <laughs> You know what? I think they're going to be talking about rim shots. No, you know, you know, those those commercials for those those chair elevators that go up the that go. Yeah. Is it called a stair lift? The stair lift. Like, yes. Stair lift. Stair lift. Yeah. yeah. They'll be using the stair lift instead of walking and talking. There'll be a lot of them on the stair lift. And, well, they uh, go so slow. They go so slow. You can fit a lot of dialogue in on a, on a stair lift. That's for sure. Instead of having scenes where they're like, you know, in a bubble bath. Yeah, there'll be a scene where they're putting down, you know, those adhesive feet that, yeah. that people that old people to keep put from in the tubs to keep from slipping and breaking yeah. their hip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll put that. They'll put those in. That replaces those bathtub scenes. Oh, fantastic! I can't wait. It sounds like a laugh riot. You know, the, you know, they can't bring back is Golden Girls because I think they're all dead. Well, Betty White's still kicking. Oh, Betty White's. You're right. Betty White's a Highlander because she killed Abe Vigoda. <laughs> Betty White is still there, so they could yeah. bring like just Golden Girl. That's right, Golden Girl, not <laughs> Golden Girl. Wow. And they could not bring for a back while. Murder she wrote, except that they could make it that she's old and mm -hmm. kind of senile, mm -hmm. so she sees things like she she thinks things are happening that aren't actually happening. They happened in the past, and mm -hmm. she's having memory flashbacks. Actually, mm -hmm. that would be kind of tragic, right? It really wouldn't be very entertaining. Well, I mean, she could, it'll probably lose a little bit of steam when she keeps solving the same crime over and over and over again. Every week. Every and, week. And Tom Bosley's dead. So, you, you know, he, he, she can't have her regular sheriff there. Maybe he uh, can come back as a ghost. A force ghost. A force ghost. The force ghost of Tom Bosley. Yeah, that would be awesome. You can do that with digital nowadays. You, have you seen The Mandalorian? You can do anything with digital these days. Yeah. I have seen The Mandalorian. We have the technology. Although I will, I will give a shout out to The Mandalorian for definitely being much more analog. Baby Yoda as a puppet 
is probably a thousand times more effective than as uh, than than Yoda was as a digital rendering. Oh, I always I, I always thought Yoda lost some charm when he was digital. But the thing is, when you say that that uh, baby Yoda Grogu is his name, Grogu. Um, he can still puppet. be John Favreau gave us a, gave us permission to refer to him as baby Yoda if we so choose. All right. Well, you say he's a puppet, but he's no, there's not like somebody's hand there like the Muppets. He's operated by, I think, about seven people. He and... does have little hand sticks, though. I did see that on a behind the scenes episode. Oh, really? Yeah, there's and... like there was a guy in a green suit, which you got to you got to I hope they pay those guys because those green suits completely cover their entire faces. I mean, it looks like some sort of a uh, like a BDSM thing. So a body condom. A body condom, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Bruce Willis was yes. photographed maskless, wearing a bandana around his neck, going into a drugstore, and they asked him to put the mask on or leave. And instead of pulling the bandana up, he just left. Apparently, I heard he was filming the uh, the 18th installment of the, uh, of the popular franchise. This one's going to be called Die Hard with a Hemorrhoid. No, it's it's about COVID. It's die hard with a cough. <laughs> well, what do you think he was in the Rite Aid for? He was probably picking up some hemorrhoid cream. That's the premise in my mind. Why are you so focused on on uh, Bruce Willis's anal cavity? I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like <laughs> the fact that you took a moment to reflect there. <laughs> you didn't just give me a, a pat answer. You took a moment to reflect. I, I like to think that uh, maybe it was just for the purpose of the joke, like die hard with a hemorrhoid. It has a, it has a ring to it. What do most guys that age do at the pharmacy? They go to get they hemorrhoid. Can get anything. He's not what the guy's not decrepit. Wow. And you can get hemorrhoids when you're younger too. Hemorrhoids he was, are not something that only afflict old people. Listen, here's my theory. He was given the option to either put the mask on or leave the store. And rather than he's probably embarrassed, so he decided no, no, to just no. leave the store because here's, he didn't want to be no. caught on camera buying hemorrhoid cream. No, no, this is yeah. this is here's the flaw in your thinking. Okay. If you're Bruce Willis and you're going in to buy hemorrhoid cream, you're going to want to put a mask over your face, so that mm. people don't report that Bruce Willis is buying hemorrhoid cream. You'd so still he clearly know was, was not buying anything embarrassing, or mm. he wouldn't he would have put the mask on himself. I would assume a person of that fame that level of fame like bruce willis what's he doing going to the right aid on his own wouldn't he have someone do that for him i would think they do human things too i remember i, I, I remember bruce willis uh, though i was at a uh, a novelty store and ran into christina aguilera on uh, sunset boulevard she just wandered in to buy a, a spongebob squarepants thing for i think it was her uh, little stepbrother is and that we, right? And we, we had a conversation. Yeah, you want to make a smarmy comment about this too? Like my Tom Jones story? Yeah. All right. Um, Anthony, thank you yeah. very much for, uh, for joining this week on Ed the Sock Lives. We'll be back again next week with more of this nonsense, unless somebody actually at the station listens to the show. In <laughs> which case, well, find yeah. us on podcasts. In which case, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're looking for us where podcasts are. Um, so provided nobody actually listens to this show, uh, we'll be we'll back be next week. Perfect. And uh, until then, have yourselves a good week. Remember, I'd rather be a smartass than a dumbass. And this has been Ed the Sock Lives on Saga 960 AM. <laughs>
No radio? No problem. Stream us live on saga960am.ca.